There was a long silence as King Arthur tried to think of someone else who could greet his visitors. At that moment, Sir Gadabout walked by. Sir Gadabout was hard-working and kind-hearted, but he was not what you might call the better class of knight. In fact, he was officially the worst knight in the world. He was tall and thin, his suit of armour always seemed too big for him, and his sword was broken in the middle and fixed with sticky tape. It had, nevertheless, helped him through numerous disastrous quests, as indeed had Herbert, his faithful squire, who accompanied Sir Gadabout everywhere. Herbert was a short, stocky young man with straight brown hair almost covering his eyes. He was devoted to his master and had been in many a fight with those who dared to insult Sir Gadabout. It was Sir Gadabout who got the job of meeting the visitors. He accompanied the guard to the massive castle gates. The heavy wooden drawbridge was lowered over the moat. And Sir Rudyard the Rancid and his party clip-clopped across on their horses. Greetings, I am Sir Gadabout, and I welcome you to Camelot. Well met, Sir Knight. I am Sir Rudyard the Rancid, loyal knight of King Meliodas of Lyonesse. Sir Rudyard was so big and fat that his poor horse seemed to be sagging at the knees. His puce-coloured armour had built-in bulges to accommodate his bloated belly, his many chins and various other prominent parts of his vast body. His shield was emblazoned with a crest made up of a plate piled high with bangers and mash, though since the shield was rarely cleaned, the food looked well past its sell-by date. When Sir Rudyard opened his mouth to speak, Sir Gadabout noticed that it was full of black and browny-yellow-coloured teeth, and Sir Rudyard had the unfortunate habit of spitting whenever he said a word with the letter S in it. His podgy face reminded Sir Gadabout of an enormous potato with a squashed nose and two little piggy eyes. "'This is my wife, Lady Belladonna,' said Sir Rudyard the Rancid introducing a thin-faced woman with a pointed nose and chin and a poisonous glare. And this is my squire, Ivan Tussler. Ivan Tussler was at least seven foot two with arms like tree trunks and an almost square shaven head. Last but not least, said Sir Rudyard, is my little doggy Michael who was affectionately known as Mad Mick. The dog, a black flea-bitten thing, trotted up to Sir Gadabout, wagging its tail, and rolled over playfully on its back. Ah, said Sir Gadabout, bending down to tickle his tummy. What a lovely... Ouch! Mad Mick sank his teeth into the knight's hand. You startled him! accused Lady Belladonna in a shrill voice as the dog trotted back to his master, wearing what looked like a smug smile. My apologies, said Sir Gadabout diplomatically, dripping blood over the courtyard. What brings you to Camelot, Sir Rudyard? We come as humble travellers, lost in the treacherous mists surrounding Camelot, seeking refuge from fellow knights whose generosity is famed throughout the land. That wretched paperboy sent us the wrong way, said Lady Belladonna venomously. Now take me to King Arthur, there's a good lad.
said Sir Rudyard. Very shortly, said Sir Garabout, my squire will take care of your horses while I see if the king is ready to receive you. In the meantime, King Arthur had been preparing to meet his distinguished guest. He had put on his royal robes and crown, and he and Queen Guinevere moved to the throne room where they always met visiting dignitaries. What's this visit all about, Gads? asked the king as he settled himself into the diamond-studded throne, his famous sword, Excalibur, by his side. They're seeking a temporary refuge here, Your Majesty. They got lost on the way back to Lincoln West. Leoness, hissed Herbert, who was good at geography and could name every capital city in Europe and parts of the Far East. We never turn anyone away from the gates of Camelot. Send him in, declared King Arthur. Sir Gadabout and Herbert went to summon Sir Rudyard for an audience with the king. King Meliodas.